Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's RFR Rundown. I am your host, Murph, where we here in Murph's Fan Cave do a quick rundown of all of the pertinent Raider stories that are happening throughout the course of the week. This uh, new show, this new venture will give us an opportunity to kind of get into the weeds a little bit. Uh, We're going to dive into a lot of the stories and kind of cover them more in depth. Uh, Look forward to doing this show uh, on a weekly basis, and it will feature myself and maybe Uncle Mosh, maybe my cousin Sonny, maybe who knows. And this week, I'm glad to welcome in the one and only Swag Jeff. What's up, Swaggo? What's up, man? And hey, you know what? Sometimes it could just be me and, and Mosh. I might not even be in it. You might not even be here. The, you know what? I would welcome that. I'll do, or I'll be here and I'll just produce it. Yeah, just leave the key under the mat and we'll come in. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, so this new show, Swago. so we've, we've kind of kicked around uh, a few different ideas of yes. things that we could do to keep our content here at Murph's Fan Cave always fresh. And so we're going to do Raiders Fan Radio live that show will not change that's where we're going to feature the sea of fans that's where we're going to do a lot of our interaction yeah. with you the rfr listening audience but this one you and i are going to take a few stories and we're going to kind of get in the weeds man we're going to dig in and uh and really you know get into the nerdy part of of raider talk yeah 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 absolutely and we got a lot to talk about got a lot to talk about so let's just get right into it it's free agent season, man. Oh, yeah, it is. The le- the league season is officially kicked off today. So today is March 18th, and uh, and the, the league season is officially kicked off. The Raiders have been absolutely active already yes. in free agency. Yeah, it's the start of the new season and the start of a new show. It's like we're doing it together. Oh, oh wow. It's deep. Do, do, do you call that synergy, Jeff? I don't know what you call it, but it's, I dig it. It's synergy, bro. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've been active, man. 
we're all over the place. All over the place. So the Raiders have already signed, as of today, we've signed eight free agents. Uh, we're going to go over them one by one, but give you the quick rundown. It's Marcus Mariota. Not yes. Mariota. No, it's not Mariota. It's- Mariota. Mariota. It's Mariota. Mariota. Like Super Mariota Brothers. There you go. We'll look at the way that it's spelled. It's Mario. So uh, Mariota, Corey Littleton, Jason Witten. I'm gonna. Man, I don't want to butcher his name Nick, already. Nick Quick. Quitkowski. Quitkowski. All right, because Aaron Rodgers told us so. We'll get there to that in a minute. Carl Nassib, Jeff Heath, Malik Collins, and like literally within the last hour, Eli Apple. Yeah, within the last ten minutes of us recording this. Absolutely. So we're uh, we're so we're pretty fired up about this free agent rundown so far. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, so let's 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 start off with uh, with our buddy Marcus, the second now quarterback named Marcus to wear number eight and to be a Raider quarterback. And I don't know where Marcus Tuyasasopo was from. Marcus Mariota is from Hawaii. Yes. But I'll, we'll have to look that up. That'll be a, a fun thing to look at. That's cool. Um, but yeah, both, both Marcus is wearing number eight. Like, that's pretty cool. Let's talk a little bit about him. Now, you and I live outside of Middle Tennessee. Yes. So we've watched Mariota for the entirety of his career, and you are just like recently converted over from being a damn Titans fan. Yeah. So you've like, this was your guy for a long time. This, so yes. I'm going to give you the floor, man. Tell me about Marcus Mario. Yeah, he was, he was my guy. He was my guy. Uh, I was a, uh, a Titans fan for a very long time before I came over to the dark side uh, last year, almost, almost a year to date now. Uh, I've got it circled on my calendar, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, this was my guy and, you know, and after I became a Raider fan, Marcus Mariota was still my favorite non Raider. Uh, just like the guy, I like his persona, I like his the way he carries himself. I like he's you know a quiet lead by example kind of guy. But you know he uh, he's I, a lot of people are saying, well, he's a good backup. He's a good backup. He's a good backup. Well, not so fast. Not so fast. Not saying he's gonna day one you know be the starting quarterback for you know in Las Vegas or Oakland. You know wherever it is. You know day one, but. You know he's gonna he's gonna light a fire under Carr. This is this is gonna be a very interesting off season and training camp and all that stuff. Uh, I at least I think so. I think so because you know he's he's a guy that he he likes to uh, he he he's not afraid to extend the play. He's not afraid to extend a play with his legs. I've seen him many times in his career run 50, 60 yards down the field when there's nothing there and make something happen. And that's probably one of the biggest issues that a lot of people have with Carr is that he doesn't know how to extend a play. He throws the ball in the dirt. He gives up. Well, Mariota is not that guy. He's not a guy to give up. And in this new era of the NFL and this new age of quarterback, you can't just throw it in the dirt. You got to be able to scramble and make your mind up and all that stuff. I think one article that I saw said that's the difference between a uh, a chef and a baker. Oh, nice. A baker. That's a good analogy. A baker does what he's supposed to do, follows the instructions, but doesn't get cre- doesn't, you know, get too creative. Where a chef can go around and he is, you know, adding and creating new things and, you know, putting new things out and stuff like that. So I think I think that Mariota is more of a hybrid between those two. Mariota is a guy that will uh he's the type of guy that he will do what he's told and all that stuff, but he's not afraid to move around. And this, not you know, uh, not afraid to extend a play with his legs, quarterback. This is the kind of quarterback that Gruden has always loved. 
Yes. You know, that's what going, Gannon was like. That's what man. Gannon was like. And that's, you know, when he when he left coaching and was doing his uh quarterback camps and all that kind of stuff. This is the, these are the type of people that appealed to him. And you know, watching uh I think there he had an episode with Mariota and Gruden did yes. in, the, in the QB camp. Yes. And he was teaching them Spider 2 Y banana. Oh, no kidding. And he said, and Gruden's jaw hit the floor because he executed it perfectly on the field. Oh, nice. Perfectly. Nice. So, you know, am I Am I saying that he's going to take over the starting position right away? No. Am I saying that he's ever going to take the starting position? No, I'm not saying that. I think it's either going to light a fire in her car or we're going to see the Mariota era begin. And, uh, you know, and he, he left, he was benched week six last season with the Titans against the Broncos, had a bad couple of games, but the first couple of games he did look pretty good. He looked pretty good, but uh, at least he got benched because of his poor play for the last couple of weeks by Coach Vrabel, or at least that's what we thought. But I did a little more research. Okay. I did some more research, and we found out that Marcus Mariota, through the grapevine, through Instagram and Twitter, found out that Swag Jeff was no longer a Titans fan. <laughs> that he was no longer a Titans fan, and so he said, you know what, it's time that I sit down. It's it's time that I sit down. So in the middle of, game, of the game in week six, he decided, you know what? I'm not playing for the Titans anymore. I'm going to sit on the on the bench, and I'm going to wait for the offseason because it's re, we're reunited, and it feels so good. Oh, you Swag are Jeff and, and Mariota back together once again. And, you know, he followed your boy Swaggy to silver and black. Oh, my gosh. It's perfect. I love it. It's a match made in heaven. I love it. Yes, it is. And so, uh, all right, so Marcus Tuyasasopo is from Long Beach. And, and, to, further, and to further go with Mariota, I'm, I, we could do an hour show on this I guy because I, I like this guy yeah. a lot. You know, back in 2015, our general manager, Mike Mayock, he was not our general manager. He was the lead an- analyst on the NFL Network. Yes. And he rated uh, quarterbacks in 2015, which that was the year with Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. And who'd Mayock have at the top of that list? Marcus it, Mariota. It was Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And, you know, and as you can see, and we've seen more with other guys that we're going to get to later, Mayock's going to get in his guys, man. He's Mayock's going to get in his guys. He sure is, you know, and I, I and I dig that. And that's one of the nice things about Mayock is that he's been, you know, he's been, we talked about this when he got hired. Like, he's been studying this league for a long time now, yes. including these recent players. And so, yeah, he's absolutely going in and getting his guys. So let's compare him. To uh to our current quarterback, uh, Derek Carr. Yes. When we look at completion percentage, it's about the same. Mariota at uh, just shy of sixty three. Carr sixty four yards per attempt. Mariota has got a little bit more because everyone does. Uh, at seven and a half yards per attempt versus six point nine for Carr. Touchdown rate uh, four point three percent for uh, Carr and Mariota both. Interception rate one point nine percent. Same for both. Quarterback rating, Carr at 90.7, Mariota at 89.6. So when you equate into Mariota's ability to run with the football and what he's able to do in the the running game, and frankly in the receiving game, we've seen him catch touchdown passes too, one thrown to himself. Um, when When we look at him in that way, they're very similar in terms of numbers, but I think the way they got to these numbers are much different because of what, like when you look at, look, and I'm, and I I know that, you know, uh, facts don't care about your feelings. And I understand, you know, I'm a numbers guy. uh, But when we look at the way that Derek Carr has accrued a lot of his stats, they're not because of competitive situations. They're end of game kind of things. 
you know, especially like completion percentage, because literally like he'll just start. And as we've seen a million times, and I'm not trying to pick at it here, but he checks it down repeatedly, not over and over and over and over again. You'll see four or five completions to Jalen Richard on the last drive of the game when sure. they're already down 14. Yeah, that gets him 75 yards to add to his stats. And, and he's, you know, freaking five for five on the drive, right? You know what I'm saying? So we've seen that happen multiple times. Mariota was not that guy, as you alluded to earlier. Um, he's been sacked, Mariota has. On 8% of the pass plays in his career, that's fifth highest in the NFL uh, since 2015. Derek Carr is 26th highest uh, of 34 quarterbacks um, in that same span with 5.1%. So Carr gets sacked less. Now, you can equate that to offensive lines until really recently, the Titans offensive line, which just in the past couple of years, really. Yeah, they beefed up. Really bulked up. I mean, and and they're fantastic now. The Raider offensive line has been good for a little bit longer. Yes. Um, but you can also say that's because Mariota does extend plays like you alluded to, hangs onto the ball a little bit longer. He's not just checking it down right away. Right. And it's resulting in sacks. And that's one of the reasons that while I was just critical of Derek Carr on the checkdowns, I also, uh, like what you said earlier about uh, it, it being coached into him, he's coached to get rid of the ball and to not extend and to not take a sack. Right. So there is a little bit of a dynamic difference there, but still the numbers are the same. Here's the cool thing too about Marcus Mariota. He will only be 26 years old by the start, by the start of this upcoming season. So there's a chance uh, that, you know, a, a change of, of scenery will just be good for him. We've seen reclamation projects before with the Raiders. We've certainly seen it with John Gruden and what he did with Rich Gannon. Yes. Um, but and you know, and if we look back at Mariota just as recent as 2018, that dude completed 70% of his passes. Kind of balled out. Kind of balled out and kind of went and beat the Chiefs in Kansas City in the freaking playoffs after being down 18 freaking points. Like yeah, it was the last, it was the last game that John Gruden was the anal or was the host of Monday night football. Beautiful. And yeah, and he got to see Marcus Mariota throw a touchdown pass to himself to make it an 11 point game. And then he saw Marcus Mariota run down the field past Derrick Henry, lay a, a lead block and sealed the game. Beautiful, man. And you know, and, and I've had a couple of people come back at me since this thing has started and say, well, that was before Patrick Mahomes. Well, you know what, dude? Like, it was those Alex Smith Chiefs used to kick our ass, too. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like we were great back then. Go look at Derek Hart. And look, I'm not picking at Derek, but it's the just, it is what it is. Go look at his record against the Chiefs. We've beat him, what, twice? And once was the miracle comeback to Michael Crabtree on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. And we had five shots at the end zone. Yep. Like, Look, the track record is not good, and so when you look at somebody like Mariota, like I'm sorry, man, I'll, I think it's going to beyond. It's going to go beyond a backup role. This is he is going to challenge him for the starting job. I don't feel that somebody with Mariota's former second round or former second overall uh, first round pick. I don't think, even though he, yes, he's coming off of being benched. Yes, he's coming off a challenging season. And the Titans went on to incredible success without him this year. Yes. That said, I don't think he's going somewhere where he doesn't feel like he's going to get a shot. Yes. I think they told him, you're going to get a fair chance in yeah. training camp. Well, we saw in hard knocks. You know, I mean, Gruden's going to go with whoever he feels is gives them the best opportunity to win. We saw that even in the quarterback room. He liked uh, Matt, or, uh, Mike Glennon more than Peterman. Even though Peterman balled out in the preseason pretty good, he liked 
He liked exactly. he liked the other guy better. He liked the big big neck better. But uh, yeah, or, yeah, long. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, on. but you know, a lot of people look at these stats that you just read with Mariota versus Carr, and they're saying, "Well, is that really an upgrade? Is that really an upgrade?" You can't look at these numbers. You got to look beyond that. You got to look at you know highlight reels. You know, how are they getting these things? Like what you said, you know, but just the ability to extend the play. And you got to consider, too, Mariota has had four offensive coordinators in his five years at Tennessee. Well, and the same thing for Carr, though, for a minute. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, get Mariota here for two years. Let him learn under Gruden. Let him, you know, learn under this offensive coordinator, under Olsen. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah, and I think he's going to play early on too. And the reason I say that is that I don't think he's going to play like necessarily like as a replacement for Derek Carr, unless Derek just really kind of falls apart and or something, you know, God forbid he gets hurt or something like that. Um, But I think they're going to bring him in and utilize him. Like you're not going to bring in a guy with that much talent because he's athletic as it gets, man. Like he, so I'm just picturing like gimmicky type plays you know what I mean? Like maybe you put them both in the game. Maybe you got Derek and you got, you know what I mean? You put them in the backfield. You see, yeah. you know what I mean? You get, I'm you with get you, people man. that are really creative with offense can do some really cool stuff with a player like him, dude. Yes. I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I have visions of like, you, you know, the, the, the Titans did it with them where they sent him out on pass plays, right? Like they did create, even this year they were doing the 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 one play yeah. where uh where Derrick Henry threw the touchdown pass yeah it was the it was the divisional round against the Baltimore Mariota was in on that play and was open like yeah. he could have easily dumped it out to the right or whatever it was yes but Mariota was alone in the end zone too yes like and was like looked like he was expecting the ball and uh-huh. to, and Henry found the other guy with Johnny Smith or whoever it was yeah he found uh, Corey Davis on Corey his birthday da- oh that's right there you go there you go. thank you so anyways but point being though is that I don't. I think we're going to see Marcus early because they're going to have plenty of time. Yeah. They're going to have all training camp to do all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe even see a thing where they switch out once in a while. Like, who knows, man? Who knows where this is going to go? But I'm excited for it. I think that um, ultimately, not only is it a great move to to challenge Derek, I think it's a good idea to push Derek. We're going to find out real quick what Derek Carr's made of because this is the first time he's genuinely going to be pushed as for his position. Yeah. Connor Cook wasn't going to push him. Matt McGloin wasn't going to push him. Peterman, Glennon, you know, Deshaun Kaiser. Uh, I don't know. Who's the, the freaking uh, oh, AJ McCarron, right? Like all these different quarterbacks that have been through the Raiders room. were not going to push him for his job. Marcus will. Marcus Mariota is going to push him for his job. Yes. And, 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 and so I think, Ultimately, we're going to find out what Derek Carr is made of in terms of character. We're going to find out what he's made of in terms of his playing ability. We're going to see where this thing goes. Um, either way is great. If it doesn't work out, I hate that for him. Yep. We'll, we'll root for the new guy. Yep. You know what I mean? If it does work out and it pushes him and he, and he, and he finds greatness once again, awesome. If we get 2016 Derek Carr back, awesome. Yeah. Like, great. Either like, way, we win. Either way, we win. So I think that's what the Raiders are looking at here. All right. So next up on the... Uh, uh, we'll call it the, uh, the high-profile list here yes. of free agents. The Raiders also signed linebacker Corey Littleton. Yeah. Oh, man, this was the big one, right? This was the one that we were all kind of hoping for. As Raider fans, you know, we've desperately needed a rock star linebacker since Kirk Morrison. I, um, somebody asked me this week, might have even been you, about when the last time that we had, like, good linebackers. And 
It was, you know, with Thomas Howard, Robert Thomas, and Kirk Morrison back in the day, man. Like, those were the last time. And really, it was more Kirk and 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 Thomas Howard and mostly Kirk. Like, he, yeah. he was the man back then. Um, of course, the rest of the teams were, of the team was, was terrible. But anyways, that said, like, the Raiders have tried at different capacities. Like, we did draft Rolando McClain. We did draft, you know, a middle linebacker out of Alabama in the first round. Like, I mean, the stars aligned up on that one to be a good move. It just, he washed out because of character issues. So, so we, we kind of failed on that one. Um, you know, we took a shot with Vontez Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not character necessarily, but because of, you know, play habits. His style of play. His yeah. style of play. So the Raiders have taken swings where we've never, what we've not done is not, again, gone back to the draft, which was curious because now it doesn't look like we're going to unless we do it in a later round. Um, but we never even made like that big splash in free agency. It was always like the aging guys. It's the guys like Derek Johnson and yeah, like, Romanowski and all, all those kind of guys. Right. Oh, yeah, even going back even further, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so to now get a guy that's young, uh, right in smack dab in the middle of his prime, and the thing that I like most about this guy, I'm going to turn it over to you so you can uh, uh, dig in a little bit on him, but for just for what I know about the guy, he can cover, and we've seen him cover Travis Kelsey, uh, in a matchup, and uh, so let, you want to do the tail of the tape? You want to break down the contract and stuff? And yeah, then, sure, absolutely. And, and then and then tell us about what he did when he matched up against Travis Kelsey. And yeah, the Chiefs. absolutely. Yeah, so he signed a three year deal, uh, thirty six mil, and that uh, I guess his base value is about eleven million, uh, eleven twelve million a year. Let me let me stop you real quick. Sorry. Go ahead. We don't know the contract details on Mariota. No, we don't. We don't know what those yeah, are. Yeah, we looked everywhere for that. Couldn't find it. I think released. it's a two-year deal. From what I'm seeing, it looks like it's a two-year deal, but I don't know. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, 36 mil, three-year, very affordable in my opinion for for a guy like this. Yes. You know, very affordable, and and I will tip my hat to Mayock on all this stuff. He hasn't broke the bank with anybody really. No, very you diligent. Know? Yeah, very diligent, and we've got a lot more money still to spend. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, he was matched up with Kelsey in their only meeting in 2018. Uh, they, uh, he covered him 15 times and they didn't target him one time. Didn't target him one time. That's awesome. This guy has six interceptions in the last three seasons. All the Raider linebackers, um, in the past six seasons have only had five interceptions. Oh my gosh. So this guy has already surpassed all linebackers over the last six seasons, you know, but, and he also 26 defended passes, uh, in three seasons. And that's the most by any linebacker in the NFL in the past three years. Wow. Yeah. But what I like about this guy is he can change a game. Like what we just said, uh. deflecting passes, intercepting passes. This guy is, you know, this guy is leaps and bounds ahead of a guy like Whitehead. I loved Whitehead. He was a great guy, but he, like what we said in the last episode, kind of reminded you of a car of the defense. You know, didn't do anything wrong, but didn't change the game. Yes. This guy right here will change a game. Absolutely. That's a great call, Jeff. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, And then, you know, I'm excited for it also because I think they complimented him in a great way, you know, because, I mean, look, we were down to what, Morrow and – uh, and Markel Lee, right? Yeah. Uh, right. As our, as that our, was it. That was it. You know, well, Compton hadn't been re-signed yet. Yep. I don't know. I probably not going to be back. Um, would, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But, um, but to follow up, uh, the Corey Littleton signing, uh, they come right back and also sign Nick 
Quick. Quick Cow. Quick Kowski. Quick Kowski. So I love this because this guy is also a machine. Um, this is going to be a great one-two in a nickel defense. So you got uh, you know our two corners out there, Lamarcus Joiner to cover a slot, and then you got these two guys out there playing the middle of the field. So um, excellent in terms of of, of coverage ability. Um, but this guy can also rush a little bit. He's actually a good tackler. Uh, so his deal uh, to the to the Raiders three years at twenty one million. Again, didn't break the bank. Nope. Thirteen million in guarantees. Now Nick is not as high profile of a name. I didn't know a lot about him. Yeah. Uh, I I I mean I kind of knew of his name a little bit, but yeah. they're so deep at linebacker with the Bears. Yeah. That he didn't see a lot of playing time. Yeah. He only played nine games last year. So they're saying that he's kind of like a guy in the rough, man. So. Uh, now, the Raiders linebackers last year had 17 pressures and zero sacks on 109 pass rush snaps. So that's what we were talking about, like, with Whitehead. Like, he was the only guy in the league to take as many snaps as he did and not register a stat other than tackles. Yes. Kwiatkowski, in, in these limited play, had three sacks, 11 pressures on 35 snaps last year. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. So you're talking about having these two guys out there. You yeah. got Littleton can cover the middle of the field in that in that Tampa two that were that whatever cover two anyways, where you got the linebacker has to cover like the middle third of the field, and uh, and and then you got a guy like like this like I'm gonna keep messing his name. Quitkowski. Quitkowski, who can get sideline to sideline and actually get some pressure uh, on on the quarterback. Man, I think I think it's great. So tell me about Aaron Rodgers. What he had to say about about quit. Kowski, yeah, because this is look. We talk a lot about you know holding certain people's opinions in higher accord than others. Well, when you look at arguably the best quarterback in the game, probably. Uh, I mean, Mahomes wants a piece of that, but prior to Mahomes, it was Aaron Rodgers for a long, long time. Yes. Anyways, a guy like that, I trust his opinion on things and tell us what he had to say about. Yeah, you. he just said I've always thought he's a super solid player. I don't like facing him. Uh, but I also don't want to butcher his last name, so I just call him 44. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he li- yeah, he likes him a lot. He likes him. Well, he didn't like playing him, uh, but and he had to play him twice a year. But yeah, he's he's a solid player. A lot of people are calling uh, calling this guy a sleeper of the free agency. You know, not a lot of people know about him, but a lot of people are saying whoever picked him up is going to be very very happy and very successful. And that's the silver and black. Oh, so I'm all about that. And so we will uh, we will continue with the defense. And I want to talk about uh, Carl Nassib. Let's do it. Yeah, tell Carl me about Na- Carl yeah, Nassib. Carl Nassib. He's uh, he's a kind of more of a depth guy on the edge. A lot of people are saying. Why are they bringing in more edge guys? We got Max Crosby, we got Cleveland we got the Salt and Pepper going on. But you know, this guy he he can play in a four three, he can play in a three four, and I like to call him more kind of he's kind of a hybrid player. Yeah, because he can because play he interior can play too. he yeah. can play interior and he can also play outside linebacker. Oh, excellent! Yeah. You know, so he kind of he kind of does it all, and you know, going to the inside, doing the things, the versatile things that he can do. This will allow Cleveland Farrell to focus more on an edge rush to do what we drafted him to do. And, you know, we will I think this guy is gonna pump Cleveland Farrell's stats way up. Oh, because yeah, because Farrell was taking so many blocks. Yeah, well he was and he was going he was 
lining up inside. Yeah, yeah. A lot, like a lot of snaps he was lining up yeah. inside. Yeah, and he's just sucking up uh, interior linemen, offensive linemen, yeah. and then allowing other people to get free. Allowing, look, frankly, Max Crosby's success, a lot of it has to do with, with how they were playing uh, in, in, um, and, and blocking uh, uh, Farrell this year. Yes. Uh, so when we look at uh, Nassib's contract, looks like he got $25 million over three years. Uh, which again, very reasonable contract, affordable. very affordable contract. Um, you know, I, I like this one, man. I, I, you know, this is like depth, right? And like, and while he'll probably see a lot of starting snaps as well, this, I think that versatility that you're referring to and just the depth, cause that's what, that's what wins you championships. That's what w- wins you in long-term success. You know, while, you know, flashy signings are cool, you know, getting a big name corner or a wide receiver or whatever, those things are fun and all, but these are the kind of signings. This is where you build your team. Yes. This is where you build your depth. This is where you build your competitiveness throughout a now 17-game schedule. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these games, you know, we were close at the end of the game. I can't remember how many games it was that we lost within, like, a score. But yeah, this, yeah, these yeah. are the type of guys that make the difference. Yes. Because when you can plug a guy in like this in the third quarter, you go give Max Crosby the series off. You know, hey, man, take a break. Take a break, recoup, drink some Gatorade, and get ready. Because then these guys will have more steam at the end of the game to make the difference. Absolutely. So, Great you know, call. yeah, you, you bring in some depth like that, it, it, it's a big game changer. Great call. All right, so next up, let's uh, let's go back to the other side of the ball. Let's hit the tight ends. Yeah. Uh, so Jason Witten, man. Now, this is interesting. So we get him for one year on a $4 million deal. This guy was just in the booth. Yeah. Uh, so we so we now have the last two Monday Night Color commentators. Perfect. Uh, Monday Night Football com- Perfect. commentators. One coaching the other. As long as we don't sign Booger McFarlane next, we're good. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> I hate that guy. I'm not a fan of Booger, man. No. No, no, neither is the rest of the world. He's no, like, he's a great guy, I'm sure. Like, but his no, announcing he, of the obvious, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, anyways, uh-huh. the worst is when they had him in that little mobile. Oh yeah, where he's <laughs> zipping all around the. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> so, um, all right. So this one kind of took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, it did. They're like, "What is?" And it, frankly, it surprised me too. But here, I was surprised that it happened, but I'm not surprised that it happened. And here's why. This was not on anyone's radar at all, uh, the signing of Jason Witten. But if you think about it, if you put a little bit of thought to it, it makes perfect sense. Now, here's why. Number one is that we've got Foster Moreau, who's a very Jason Witten-like tight end. It's his favorite player. Exactly. So that's a big part of it there. So you've got this mentor figure. We also have, uh, our obviously, our starting tight end is going to be um, uh, uh, Darren Waller. Yes. Darren has a history of substance abuse. Sure. Thankfully, fully recovered. Yeah. Totally on the other side of it. Totally on the other side of it. Now they're getting ready to move him to Vegas. What better guy to have in terms of leadership and role model an extension of the coaching staff than Jason Witten to yes. be in your tight end room? Absolutely. That's why he's there. He's there just like we signed Derek Johnson last year. Uh, to be a, an, or last year, whenever it was, to be uh, an extension of the coaching staff, to teach the young linebackers, to bring them along. Dirk Johnson, I don't even think he played a snap, if I remember right, or he very, very limited. Sure. And anyways, but point being, though, is that he was there to transfer knowledge. He was there to be a leader and to bring them, those young guys, through camp, through those things. 
that's what Jason Witten is for. Yes. They're not Jason Witten might play a little bit. He might be a little bit of a red zone target. Probably gonna take some snaps from like Derek Carrier. If Derek Carrier even makes the team now, yeah. like your 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 one, two, three tight ends are gonna be Moreau, Waller, and Witten. Yes. But Witten, I think more so just to have a veteran presence, a leader in the locker room, and not just for the tight ends, even. I think this is one of those ones that it even transcends to all of this to the to the to the team. Because, yeah. you know, look, here's the thing, too. Say something happens with Derek Carr, either due to injury or, you know, he just doesn't play well. Sure. Mariota steps in. Mariota, while all quarterbacks are leaders to a certain extent. Not like a big presence, say. Okay, yeah, not yet. He's a yeah. pretty quiet guy. He's sure. more the Eli Manning style of yeah, lead of, by example. But, yes. Okay. So then, if there's a void there in leadership, say, well, who else is there for the offense or the rest of the team? Yes, Rodney Hudson, but also like Mariota, kind of quiet guy, not a bit. Jason Witten, though, all of a sudden you have instant leadership. Yes, in someone like that, you have an instant, you know, guy to take you know, a position of that nature that will just, he'll, he'll come in and have respect with him from day one. Oh, you know what I mean? The rest of the guys will automatically be with him. A lot of these younger guys watched him play as they were growing up. You know, they were, you know, 10 years old, throwing the ball outside, pretending to be Jason Witten, catching a ball. You know what I mean? And I like the word that you said, mentor. That's, he's just a mentor. That's what you he know. Said, yeah. You know. That's. I think that's why they brought him here. You know, he did that last year when he came back with a uh, Blake Jarwin up in Dallas. There you or go. Down in Dallas, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He. You know, kind of coached that kid up. So you know. So if you can have a guy like that who already we have stud tight ends with Waller and Moreau, they had unbelievable seasons last year. I mean, it can only get better. It, it can, can only get, get better. better. Yeah. Even, even like you said, even if he doesn't play a snap. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, because it's not like he's got guaranteed money. Like, yeah. it's Monopoly money. You just paid him $4 million in Monopoly money. If yeah. he never plays, he does, there's no dead money against the cap. There's no nothing. Yep. Like, this was an easy... So, yeah, so because a lot of times when, when fans, when we, uh, when we see this stuff, we go, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do with... The-? Don't think about the X's and O's of it. Don't think about the on the field. Think about the off the field. What, is it, what yes. does that mean to have that kind of a presence in the locker room? And I, I think it's great. Um, all right, let's hit, uh, let's hit Jeff Heath. So speaking of – so here comes our run of Cowboys. Yes. Uh, here comes the Rod Marinelli factor. And so, uh, so we uh, bring in Jeff Heath. Um, this is more – now, Jeff Heath plays safety, but he's also a big special teamer. Yes. Right? So that's uh, – in terms of contract value, there is none. The, the rest of these guys that we're going to talk about um, – None of the contract details have come out yet. Right. Uh, Apple might be fresh enough. We might be able to find something on him. But anyways, but in terms of Jeff Heath, uh, comes in. Now, he can play a relief in safety. So this is that maybe Dolan Levitt or Levitt. Um, yes. Kind of a role. like So depth at safety, but uh, maybe not necessarily a starter. Definitely a sp- special teamer. Um, definitely another guy. High character, leader. Like, there's a very consistent theme with the Raiders nowadays, yes. Sans Antonio Brown, that where everybody that they bring into the locker room automatically leads with high character, loves football. Like you know what I mean? Like yes. none of the there's n- been no issues with any of that. Absolutely. Maybe Apple from what I hear, but well, anyways, but I'll I'll digress. Jeff Heath is not that though. No, absolutely. No, it. absolutely not. You know, and but he was a starter. 
Since 2017, he started all 44 games that he's played. Did he really? Yes. Yes, okay. he has. And if we remember, if we wind the clock back to 2017, the infamous play where Derek Carr fumbles out of the end zone, that was uh, Jeff Heath that knocked the ball oh out of his head. Oh, my gosh. So they have some some words to talk about. Okay. So what is it then that is automatically put it in us that we just assume he's going to be more of a backup role. Is that because Abram and, you know, maybe Carl Joseph, maybe Carl Joseph. Or, yeah. Or was there, did he get hurt? Did he, did he, did he have surgery? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, I, he is, uh, I believe he's coming off a of shoulder surgery. Okay. So he's got a, yes. a surgery and I don't think he's got any picks. Like he's not like a ball Hawk. No, kind of guy. No, like just, that's, just a, just a, just a grinder. I mean, just the kind of guys that, that Gruden and Mayock, you know, are attracted to those kind of guys. And they are like depth. I mean, there, there because go. yeah. we got we got killed in the safety position last year. Oh my gosh! I mean, I destroyed with Abram and then Carl Joseph, and uh, I mean, we were just you know left with nobody. So I mean, yeah, this is just a, so have him. So your so your safety room is now what it's going to be: Heath and Abram for sure, maybe Joseph, Eric Harris, and yeah. then Dolan Leavitt. Is yeah, your, and then Joiner. Well, but Joiner, Joiner's a hybrid too. He's, he's a hybrid, or like a nickel kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what he. They, we brought him in to cover slots. You right. know what I mean? Like that's by definition more so than than. Uh, but yeah, but technically, you're right. You're right. He is a safety. But that's your five. So I mean, there, there you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, a guy I don't know a ton about. Again, no contract details. But uh, former uh, cowboy is uh, Malik Collins. Um. So s- same thing. Depth. Right. Interior uh pass rush ability right or even just go in there and occupy some blocks and then hopefully free up a guy like like Farrell and and uh, and Crosby yeah, on the edge kinda. is that what we're looking at here maybe maybe because he you know I mean he he he's played in 55 games and he has 14 and a half sacks not a great stat but uh but PJ Hall and Maurice Hurst in 59 games have only combined for nine sacks now nah, well there you go you know so I mean this is the kind of guy I feel like PJ Hall's probably sweating with this pick. I got you. You know, so you. so maybe not, maybe not. You know, because you got Mohurst is kind of the guy, He's the star, our, yeah, the starter yeah. guy. But you know, maybe a guy if they ha- if they line up with four on the line or whatever, maybe he's the second guy that comes in or something like that. But yeah, a guy like PJ Hall, maybe a guy like uh, Hankins. Uh, yeah, Hankins. Those are the guys that are like, okay, I might be out. Of <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so so okay. yeah. So I mean, I think it's a depth pick, but. You know, he actually had his career high last season with 30 pressures, along with four sacks and a fumble recovery. So, I mean, I mean, he didn't have a terrible year, you know. And so, yeah. you know, yeah, I think this does nothing but just, you know, boost the depth of the defensive line. I mean, I dig it. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Good deal. Uh, it's, all right. So then, uh, so that's the the end of yesterday, and then today. Yeah, we caught our breath today. Caught our breath today, and then and here we go. We've signed Eli Apple. So Eli, uh, again, no contract details out. This is so fresh, uh, but interesting pick. So this guy was a, a first rounder. Yes, back in 2016. Yeah, tenth um, tenth overall pick in 2016. Uh, out of Ohio State, goes uh, to the Giants. Plays plays three seasons with the Giants. Um, doesn't set the world on fire in terms of interceptions or anything. He had one his rookie year, uh, didn't have many after that, only played in five games in 2018, uh, and then goes to New Orleans. Now he turns it, so in 2018, goes to New Orleans, plays 10 games with the, uh, with the Saints, has nine passes defended, two interceptions, uh, and, and so has a pretty good uh, season uh, on the books. And yeah. then last year, uh, plays in all 15 games, uh, and has four passes defended, no picks. But here's the thing I like about about when you see stats like this. And I didn't, 
I didn't watch every Saints game, and so I didn't watch every defensive. Like I, I, so take that for what it is. I'm, I'm going to try to consider context. But here's what I do know about playing a defensive back: when you don't register stats, sometimes that's not a bad thing, right? Because that means people aren't throwing it your way. Exactly. So uh, when you so with four passes defended in 15 games, well, that either means that he sucks. Or, or they weren't throwing or they weren't the ball throwing in his direction. Him. Yeah. So I'm going to assume Mike Mayock, being Mike Mayock and smarter than I am, knows that he doesn't suck because Mike watches tape. And I'm sure that we've seen maybe that he just hadn't been, been put in that position to make plays on the ball. Yes. Because they're not throwing at him. So because odds are with this one, Jeff, this guy's going to be a starter. Oh, I think day one he'll be a starter. It's Eli Apple and freaking Daryl Worley are now your two starting cornerbacks yeah, for the Trayvon Raiders. Mullen or whoever whoever or the second guy is. But yeah, I think he's definitely your your number one day one starter. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? He uh, I think he you said he was drafted in 2016. Yeah. And uh, Mike Mayock uh, ranked him pretty high in 2016 oh, as right. like one of the top couple corners coming out of that draft. So once again, there you go. Mayock is going and getting his guys. Mayock's going and getting his guys. You know? Absolutely. Love it, man. So there we'll we go. S- we'll see where... So there's a couple more uh, um, on the list here, still of, of free agents that are out there. There's a few more high-profile guys. Yeah. Chris Harris Jr., who I believe the Raiders were making a big run at, uh, and I don't think they got right on the money, or right with each other anyways, Yeah. Uh, on the money. So well, I think I, they settled. I mean, settled. I mean, th- I think they decided to go with Eli Apple as opposed to him. After Chris Harris didn't work out. Yes. Yeah. So Chris Harris goes to the Chargers, so we're going to still see him twice a year um, at our other home game that, we're get, gonna, that we get to play in well, Los yeah. Angeles. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay. Sounds good, man. That was fun. I like it. I like it, man. So that's free agents. That's RFR Rundown for this week. Covered the free agent list. Check us out tonight. Well, you know, you're not going to check us out tonight because you're going to hear this on a podcast. We are still going to do RFR Live, and that will be coming on regularly on a Wednesday as well. Yes. Uh, but you're going to catch this show now uh, regularly as well. Yeah, every, so if every you're week. listening to this Thursday and all you do is listen to podcasts, you're going to get a double dip. You're going to get a double dip, double oh, RFR. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Appreciate you, Swaggo. Yeah, man. Good job tonight, man. Yeah. All right. That was fun. Peace. See Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.
Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.